Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, boom. Welcome back to another episode of Stoppage Time TV. It was only right we gave you a little special, you know. We've done a lot of live streams. We've had FTBL culture. But we thought, let's get the gang together and, and discuss something that's close to our hearts. We all support teams in the Premier League. <laughs> this is the league that we love very dearly. So we thought, let's talk about this league and things that are influential in this league. So we put a question out. I mean, it was inspired. I think it's, is it, is he? I think it's Isaiah, I think. Isaiah. Sorry for saying it wrong. Could you say, could you share the tweet that he yeah. put out? So Somewhere he said the, the top 10 defining slash changing moments in Premier League history. So as a group, we thought, you know, we liked this, but we tweaked it slightly. Um, we're going to go with top 10 defining moments in Premier League history. Now, to put the caveat out there, this is not just about goals. This is not about, you know, so-and-so's hat trick and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is moments that we feel created a real shift in the Premier League that will that can stand the test of time or be a real moment that you look back and go, wow, I, can't, wow. I remember what happened. Mm-hmm. So we've got some honourable mentions and we've got a list and we're going to start from 10 and go all the way to number one. So mm-hmm. make sure you stay locked in. Make sure you let us know what you think. Put your own list in the comments as well. And let's get into it, man. So number 10, Mr. Kadani, would you like to bring this one to the table? Because I thought this was an mm. amazing shot. This was your suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Great shot. Um, I think the COVID era. Mm. Bubble a, era. I know people look at it and be like, ah, was it really that defining? But if you look at it for what it was, we never had a period where no fans in the stadium. Mm. It was literally its own little bubble period. Mm-hmm. If you like, you had players... Martial and guys Pulisic. who were performing out of this game, Pulisic, yeah. Like <laughs> we remember it as like a whole period, like mm. Liverpool's title, some people call it the COVID title and things like that. Harshly. L- harshly, harshly putting an City. asterisk on it. City. City's title as well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Title. That's the real one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, for me, it just signified like an era where the whole world stopped. Yeah. But some way, somehow football still continued. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it was a period where I was grateful for it. Yes. Because there was not a lot happening in the world. We we were all sat at home, all had nothing to do. No trims. No trims. No beards. Doing Zoom Starting content. Looks. <laughs> looking homeless. Yeah. But the one thing we all had to look forward to was Premier League there still yeah. to lock yeah. in. So for me, I've got to say, for as a fa- from a fan's perspective, mm. and I think even the players would say that was like yeah. a weird era of yeah. testing and things like that. So yeah, I mean, COVID era it, for me. Defining moment doesn't have to mean happiness. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to mean joy and stuff. And that is definitely an example of a defining moment because God willing, there'll never be another moment like that again. Yeah. We don't want a period where we have to, ever have to watch football in. And like I was, I was talking about it the other day, where I was like, um, "What's the one season that you've forgotten everything that's already happened in it?" Like, and I, I said, "Oh, the 2010-11 season. I don't really remember much what happened. Yeah. Even the Man United won the league, and most of the people, even me, I was like, to be fair, I don't even remember COVID." Mm. 
I don't even remember the, like what happened, but that just shows how like freak of a moment yeah. it was. It was only two years ago, yeah. and it's like a blur, bro. It's but then, blur. You know, the but then there's it. weird it's things bad. where there's certain games that you can probably recall, yeah, minute for minute. Yeah, like, I, I remember Villa was it the, the one nil you lot were against Sheffield? Was it? Oh my god! Uh, like yeah. I just there's certain moments <laughs> yeah. I can just recall like yeah. that, hundred percent, because it yeah. was the COVID for era. Me, and yeah. I'm so what stands up by as well is to the point. It said the whole world stopped. But fo- and football stopped for a little bit as well. Yeah. And then somehow it managed to continue. And even sort of the dynamics of hearing the feedback and everything. Mm-hmm. You hear, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Like, that was all like- I said, Hendo got a real PR boost. Yes, sir, man. Like, I said, nice one, lad, nice yeah. one, lad. <laughs> like, <It> was- <laughs> for me, it was a real moment because f- if you think about the origins of football, those professional footballers had to go back to a time that they were young. It's like, listen, it's not in front of fans now. And you saw the difference it made to some players. And we'll never, I don't think, we, like I said, we'll ever see it again. So for me, that's a great shout. So number 10. It's also mental health wise. 100%. You mentioned, kind of alluded to it, but bro, mental, mental health, it did a lot for people's mental 100%, health. Man. Football 100%. being back was so 100%. crazy. Had the whole world watching the Bundesliga at one point. <laughs> the real talk. Don't forget. I have, that's how he got signed. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he got I'll signed. I'll never forget that. Yeah, cool. crazy Number That's a good one. 10, 10. COVID era slash bubble era, Premier League mm. football. Number nine, I think it's only right you take this one. And I'll chip in as my team had to contribute yeah. here, but you know, you know what I'm saying? I think this is a great nomina- nomination. I wanted it higher. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. say that. I was going to say top I was top three. I want to top five. But in all honesty, I think a Premier League defining moment is the Steven Gerrard slip. <laughs> In 2014 versus Chelsea at Anfield in the 2-0 loss. Let's actually think about what that is. Let's think about what first and foremost Steven Gerrard is to the Premier League, Mm -hmm. what he is to England. And let's think about what he is to Liverpool. That is a born and bred. The saviour. That is... I'm the one. The Messiah. That the, I have to carry the Dal Gleish's legacies, the Graham Sooners, the Ian Rush. It's me. Yeah. He has that club on his shoulders. And it was finally coming to the time where, oh, my United are gone now. You know what I mean? Like that's gone. Mm-hmm. It's his time to win it. And the whole season was built up like that you know like this is his moment and you'd think about the moment against Norwich when they won come in we don't let this slip boys we don't let this slip that felt cinematic bro that cameraman he needs a race I was gonna say it was the angle they came in on it was the it was the focus of everyone it was like afterwards it felt like Wow, Liverpool, okay. <laughs> You're going to do it. The, 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 even the story of Brendan Rodgers, who would have thought he's going to bring it home? And then to go into that game and for Steven Gerrard to receive a normal pass from Sacco, let it slip under his foot and then try and get back up and still kind of slipping to then being the closest one in the net after Denver Bar slotted it. Nice. It was honestly <laughs> cinema. And if you're a Liverpool fan, it's probably the worst moment for a Liverpool fan because of what Gerard represents for them. And Gerard said he had to flee the country. It was that bad. And as an opposing fan, I'm a United fan. After the first, like, <laughs> I was kind of like, I feel sorry for this. Bro, what? I was like, what? what Gerard is, you know, and the thing is, you know, I'm sorry. I, a lot of it is comes down to like people saying it's a slip. I think nerves got him. That was nerves. 
Bro, for me, that was no. Because why was he even in that position? Why was he doing? You know, that's when he was doing the six. The role. DLP, but no, but I was. But he didn't. It's need to the be lack next of focus. He was thinking about. Maybe he was thinking about the next pass, but then the fact that and. The fact that Denver Bar all of a sudden became so clinical, it was, was quite funny. Well, it yeah, was one of those moments I feel like- It feels like the world stood still. Yeah. It haunts you for the rest of your life. Yeah. You will 20 years later still be having nightmares about that. <laughs> but you know when your legs are slow in dreams DMX and he's like- head. To live, I can, it's I, can, I can almost catch Denver, but it never actually happens. Yes. And literally yeah. it's one of those nightmare scenarios. He'll never I, ever, ever forget that. Like he will, yeah, as you mentioned, he will live that. I remember Kolo Mwani missing that chance in the World Cup yeah. final. He said, that's gonna live me forever. Yeah. I'll never ever be able to forget that. So imagine but, Steven Gerrard, and the, the fact that he ended yeah. on zero. Gerrard yeah. did not, Steven Gerrard yep. did not win a Premier League. Yep. And the moment that it was in his hands, he let, he it, let it slip. That's I think that's Premier League defining. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, especially when you think of like errors, costly errors in the Premier League, yeah. it's one of the first that comes to you. Yeah, man. Like, bro, Gerard defined and as a say, player. And I know one some of the defining players of an era. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I know some Liverpool fans will say, oh, but the title wasn't lost in that exact moment. It was, but it was. what that it's represented as a whole in that it, That, that, that lost the title, man. Because yeah. what, Yaya said, all right, they'll say Palace. They'll say, you know, Palace. No, but Palace, they were chasing. That's why they lost. They had to. They had to beat Palace 12 0 to match Man City on goal difference. The title was gone after that slip, yeah. and City won, I believe, City won at maybe it was Newcastle or Palace themselves. Yeah. It was all done. done. Yeah, it yeah. was all done. It, 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 it was done. So, number nine, we have the Gerard slip. Number eight, it's only right you intro this one as well. This one is. um. This one's a special one because I don't know if we'll ever get anything to the magnitude of this again. And like, if you put into the context of what was happening at the time as well, some of the comments by very influential pundits at the mm. time, what was that? Probably what, season before that? No, it was the same season. It was the same season you said it, that? It, well, it was pretty much the same because United lost the believers against Aston Villa. And the, that's when you um, said it. For one of the first games exactly. of the season, yeah. So for that to happen, especially if you put into Alan context- Alan Hansen said, you yeah. know, you'll never win. win. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking- Nah, no, Alan, okay, Alan, yeah, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you put into context of, you know, that football club and stuff they had previously with the, the mm -hmm. Munich situation, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a poetic moment yeah. in not just United's history in Premier League, but yeah, I would say number eight for me, the class of '92. I think the fact that a bunch of kids for local lads, or mm -hmm. maybe David Beckham wasn't so much of a local, but academy boys coming up around the same period to then be part of the era where Man United became the force not only of English football, of world football. Talking about Phil Neville, Nicky Butt, David Beckham, Gary Neville. Even the fact that there was two brothers coming up was quite mad. Mm, yeah. Skulls and Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs was the first to come through. You know what I mean? He was playing from, I believe it was actually 92 or 93. The other lot started coming in 95, 96. That was David Beckham, Skulls, Gary Neville. They started coming in 95, 96. But Giggs was the first one. Giggs used to play with the first team. Then the youth team would need him to in the in the Worthington Cups and all these little mm. things and yeah. milk cup and that and bring him back, he'll rip it up. But that's how mad it was. He was going up and down. Mm. And I think even the origins of it, Fergie went to Ryan Giggs' doorstep at 14 years old and with a contract and said, Okay, boom, come sign this. For him to then go on to be the greatest winner in Premier League history. Bro, these are stories. These are ma magical stories, bro. Top, yeah. top up players. <laughs> these, these, <laughs> these are these are magical stories, and 
just the fact of what they embodied and you look at all of them like Giggs went on to be the greatest winner as I mentioned Paul Scholes is arguably arguably the best centre midfielder the country's ever seen um, David Beckham the, the superstar, superstar. The icon he's probably the biggest superstar, superstar football has yeah. ever seen alongside Cristiano yeah. it's unreal what these guys went on to do and the fact that they ended up all being part of that win in in in, um, in Barcelona against Bayern Munich in 99 yeah it's, it's madness, bro, that a bunch of academy lads can go together, dominate the Premier League, go to the world, um, go to abroad, win there as well, all play with their national teams as well. Mm. I think that's a, a real defining moment for me to then, sorry, to then, as you mentioned in the beginning, mm. to then have as well in a first loss, you'll never win. You, you'll never win with kids. It was laughed at, bro. Like, Fergie's really trying to replace Paul Ince and these man with, yeah. with these, Mark like, Hughes, come on. Robson, you're trying to, yeah. Robson, yeah. Paul Ince and that, you're replacing with ginger, five foot seven skulls. <laughs> like, come on, let, let's get real Fergie. Yeah, and for real. For, real wow. for me, what stands out about it as well is if you look at the way modern football is and how you run a football club, like this was sort of the, the prime example of old football. Grow from within local scouting before mm -hmm. the game went international and you mm. start looking at all of this money and stuff like this that was the pinnacle of this is how you run a football club whilst becoming a global entity and enterprise and it was I will special say though, I will say though honourable mention to Eric Cantona as well in mm. that period I think he was someone who the elder statement and back in a period where you never really had big, big superstars, as mm. you say. He was maybe the Premier League's first one coming from a Leeds team that was already winning the title. Mm -hmm. Bring that title winning mentality to this young crop of players everything. and help it kickstart because he wasn't there for the Champions League. No. But I'm sure by then they'd won a couple titles with him and it's like, yo, you know what? That was almost like, as you said, yeah, that yeah. Champions League moment is almost the moment to say, hey, the kids are all right. You know, they can do it mm -hmm. themselves type of thing. Yeah. York Good and Cole had come in and all mm -hmm. that. So yeah. a whole different animal. No, no, oh, great shot. 100%. Great shot. 100%. Yeah. So at number eight, the class of 92, number seven. <laughs> now this gentleman, <laughs> he said, I will be there. <laughs> no, Mark, he said he will be in his We will be there. I will be there. We will be there. I will be there. Top 10 list. We will be there. We will be there. We will be there. Josep Guardiola. <laughs> I think when you when you break it down, what City did in terms of preparing and everything, <laughs> building this sort of castle, and then they said, listen, we're ready for you now. And nothing was the same word to Drake. Honestly, that man came to this league <laughs> and he's influenced you know when you not had your Snickers yeah. <laughs> I just pulled out Snickers from some random combat child <laughs> <laughs> some action man <laughs> yeah I'm joking bro that's how I need that that's that's Snickers on that's deck that's my whole <laughs> Because, you know, their minimum charge <laughs> shops. Yeah, I just spent, I don't know, how do I spend? Give me some Snickers, man. What the hell? The fact that everything was ready, you know, they had Robinho era, Mark Hughes and everything. And they said, come Bro. in and make us the dynasty that we want to be. And he done it, man. Was it four and five Premier Leagues about to be six? Like his arrival was just this, wow, this is a serious league. And then, now you're looking at the Premier League where you have so many top, top, top managers. Mm -hmm. But it felt like when he came, obviously the, the, whoa, the Jose Mourinho thing and everything is mad. But with him in particular, 
it was just like this crowning moment. Like, yes, now we're going to see it for real. And everyone always said that, can you do tiki-taka in the Premier League? Can you, you know, can you, you can't do that in the Premier League. Man came and just started wiping everyone. And it's the fact that there's been different iterations of it. I always talk about the moment where I think it was after the second league win when he said, we're looking of new ways to score goals. I said, what do you mean? Football's mm-hmm. a standard game. What do you mean you're trying to find new ways? The fact that he's come and innovated and kept moving forward. His arrival is, is a, if you looked at the milestones of Premier League, it's this, peak moment oh, here. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Also very influential. We can't sleep on how much he's influenced other coaches. Yep. Your coach is Gary Potter. I'm mm. sure there's some speech about him being influenced by him. Yep. Ten Hag. Arteta. Arteta. Influenced by Pep. Arteta. Yep. Influenced by Pep. Now every single club you have to pass out from the back. Yep. Your your full, your your centre backs have to split to the touchline. Your full backs have to be high. Goalkeeper has, DM to, has to come in to get it. Goalkeeper has to be good on his feet. Your Everything. Full backs nowadays have to be inverted. Now he's, he's even, yeah. he's even said, all right, okay, attacking football is boring now. Let's inverted. have inverted. Now everyone's inverted. Yeah. Malacia's playing inverted. Yeah. This Zinchenko, yeah. everyone's inverted now. Yeah. This stems from I, Pep's uh, kind of yeah. influence. You know what I mean? So and his influence on what he's done to the, for the Premier League, yeah. undeniable. And I think, and I think, as you said, with City, it's like, the thing he probably would have been higher, but City had won titles and things like yes. prior to him coming. So maybe you could not give him all the credit for what City have done. But it's the fact that, all right, you had a winning club, you had a club that was successful. And How do you make were. them even better? He said Centurions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. domestic trebles, yeah. like everything, and even a Champions League. Up here, he's the closest that's kind of got mm-hmm. them there. Yeah. And literally the winning streaks and the, the, yeah, the standard point standards he's been able to set over five seasons. And when you look at it, four out of five seasons, he's won the title. The we haven't man. seen domination like this since Fergie days. And mate. he's already, like if we're talking about facts and stats, he's already the second most successful manager in Premier League history. Yep. So yeah, I mean, so four yeah. Premier Leagues, no one's done that. So yeah. that's nah. not definitive. I don't know what is, bruv. Josep Guardiola at number seven. Number six, I like this one a lot. This was a moment in time for me. <laughs> no, I'd like him, him to talk about this one. I don't, I'd rather not. But you, you suggested, <laughs> I, 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 it. You suggested I, it. It was both of us had it. I would rather not we, even we, have this on there. We, we can talk about it, but you, you have to give like a sermon in, <laughs> in, in the middle of it. But I remember, I must be in uni them times. So I was up in Midlands anyway. Yes. And it was jumpy. I was in uni. <laughs> jumpy. <laughs> was I, was it, was I in jail? <laughs> and it was absolutely jumpy because it was like, it started and you were like, oh, this is cute. It's never going to last. And it's like, okay, it's bubbling here. And then my man starts, you know, goals every single game. And it's like, okay. And then you start seeing, you know, this Algerian Bro. magic. And it's like, okay. And then you realize, hold on, let me look at this team properly. This small little fella here is going crazy. And it's like, okay. Do you know what? And then you're looking at the, you're looking at the team in the profile. And you're like, you know what? The centre half so are moving me a little bit, and it's like each game it kept going closer and closer and closer. You have to announce who the actual. No, we are because you know we have to build it up yeah, and everything, yeah. and then eventually it will happen. If you haven't realised already, we're talking about Leicester's league win, which I don't think, in terms of feats in football, this Premier League, but in terms of feats in football, this is top three yeah. in sport. Yeah, it I don't goes, think this will ever happen back again. Even further than that season, though, bro, because then they got relegated. That, the they nearly got relegated with six games left, and I yep. think Pearson just saved them. Yep. Then they changed to Claudio Ranieri. Yep. Real men, yeah. <laughs> as you say. Brought in a real and man. Then, and, a then, and then Ranieri came in, 
Kante was there, Mahrez was there. Mm. And I remember Arsenal were leading up until Christmas. This is mm -hmm. a beautiful part of the story that always gets forgotten. Mm. Most weeks led that season Arsenal, mm. 30 of Somehow Spurs were the bottlers. Somehow Spurs mm. were the bottlers, even though the closest we got was five points. But the World Bank celebration. Mm. Anyway, mm. Arsenal were leading all the way till Christmas. And I think that was the thing. Leicester were in that top four mix. Mm. And everyone was just like, Oh, don't worry. We've seen, we've seen Hull do this for like a couple of games. We've seen we've seen Newcastle do this for a couple mm. of games. They'll tail off. Mm. They just kept staying there. And I think after Christmas was when everyone started to think, hold on. It's when the Vardy party started. Yeah. When the Vardy party <laughs> stuff started, it was it's like, hey, these men are actually serious. Yeah. And I remember, I think they played us in the FA Cup and knocked us out that year. Mm. Or I can't remember, they played us in one of the cups, I remember. Mm. And I just thought, nah, these were actually, mm. there's something about their character. There was it, the, the back three they had Wes Morgan, Robert Hooth, Robert. and um, Hooch. Vasilevsky, Fuchs as well. Yeah. Bro, they had a team that, yeah, yeah that you just thought were a bunch of enough. rejects basically just banded together. Mm. But some way, somehow they did. It and listen, bruv, as you said, one of the best stories that, in the Vardy, the Vardy party mm -hmm. that's is one, one of the day. biggest, unbelievable city to city raves since Bigger Fish, bruv. <laughs> then, bruv. He was going insane. What coming to your stadium? That's a goal. Mm -hmm. Come to your stadium? That's a goal. I can't remember what I can't remember what team it is. You know, the finish where the ball comes over the top here, yeah? Liverpool. Is it Liverpool that one? Flashes. I said, Yeah, this guy's going crazy, bruv. I don't oh, know. Oh, wait, you talking about the left foot volley? You talking about the right foot? The right foot one, far. Yeah, yeah, the right foot Liverpool, one. Liverpool. I said, Yeah, this guy's going crazy. Bro, the guy. And then he was slaying Man City. <laughs> then he was slaying United, slaying Liverpool. Hey, he was. Only teams that is Liverpool, Arsenal would have done the double over them. Yeah. Mm. But Leicester, it, including the story of um, Vardy, <laughs> including the story of Kante, yep. including the story Mahrez. of Mahrez. It was including how you mentioned the rejects or whatever. Mm. It was just so mad. And then with all of this, what about the story of Vanieri himself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He probably a little bit feels that like he never should have got sacked from Chelsea. Chelsea he probably has a little bit so of got, a sour to taste. Yeah, so true. Took them to the semi-final <laughs> and they got rid of him. So and he go and win the Premier League mm -hmm. with Leicester. Hey, and so you know what? Chelsea finished 10th that season. Yeah. He's like, Addy, hey, thank Listen. you. Man had his little choir moment, that brother that he brought down. <laughs> 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 Honestly, it was an amazing story, and that is definitely one of the best moments. Hundred percent. But enough. I do think that that was a embarrassing moment for the Premier as well. Though. You just can't be. Oh, oh. <laughs> like it was an five thousand to one rest yeah. of win the, the Premier League. Yeah. Everyone that season cooked fumbled season. it. That was a cook's it was, face. It was, and, but, and, but we can we can't use that to also to discredit them. Leicester because that, that was still. Was that, that was 15, 16, yeah, isn't it? Okay, 15, 16, cool. yeah. The next, that's when Jose came to us and then yeah, yeah. came. But it had to be like, that, levels yeah. need to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have Boy, to give. <laughs> 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 Yo. Not, not, not honorable mention, but ultimately, as you mentioned, one and done. Blackburn, no. Yeah, they, they, they were kind of they the had first money. one and done. They had money, but they were the first one and done. Say, yeah. They were the first one and done. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The next one. Hmm. I think you, as the, the leader, you was the, the leader of the bus at one point. Even though this is my guy as well, you're the leader of the bus. Been everyone, I think he's one of them guys that's touched everyone. He's touched everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff is signed TV, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose 
Way Jose Mourinho, bro. Yeah, the I mean, arrival, the arrival of the special one. Literally, he is the special one, as he said when he came in. When he came back, he said he was. I'm the not only the bottle. I'm not one of the bottle. I'm not one of the. I'm not one of the. No, no, no. But yeah, when he came the, the second one, when he came back, was I'm, I'm the, I'm the, the, the happy one. I'm the happy, happy one. one. Yeah. That was it. But for me, he's just a man who, no matter what, when he was in the Premier League, he made his mark. And I think early on. I have to give him that credit of breaking up that Arsenal United duopoly base. He went, he went he toe to toe. Talk about, shook, man. People talk about to top to sixes toe. now, top sevens, top fours. Before top four was even a thing, mm. there was one and two mm. locked every year. And he came in and what he did for two years with that best defensive record, the mentality he set, the, the siege mentality mm. as well was like, and I feel like managers had to develop personalities and character after mm. he came. Before that, you could just come, do your little banks of 4-4-2, mm. give your little two minutes after the game and you're off. Mm. After that, it, it became a whole different animal. And I, I think for me, one of my favorite managers, even though he was better at like other clubs, mm. I've always appreciated yeah. Jose no, for what he is. For like. me, like it's like, I always respect game when thing. someone can come in and, sh and shake the table. And this is what we're talking about. We're talking about Premier League defining moments. I can't imagine, and we, we know that managers talk and whatnot. I cannot imagine the conversation between Ferguson and Wenger when they thought, Rob, we've got to deal with my man, you know? Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's causing a muckus over here. Bro, he, made, he made Fergie and Wenger swash their beef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they started to beef him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, nah, we got to yeah, yeah, Postcodes yeah. linked up just to beef us. That's what it was. Postcodes <laughs> were linking up to beef Jose. Bro, bro. That's um, what it was. And do you know one thing I've got to say as well is, Tactically, I think what he brought at that Christmas time tree as well, formation, the, the one up top wasn't a very common thing. It yeah. was still a two up front. Yeah. Lead. He and football. him bringing Drogba in, changing mm. it around. I Christmas think tree formation. It was more than just a holding midfielder and personality. Oh, yeah. no, it, it's not, but it's it's not it's it's the way he did it as well in terms of he didn't come to be nobody's friend. Okay, he did always like Fergie. He always used to praise like, oh, Fergie the must, I'm going to bring him wine. But like, he was on war. He knew, he came and said, all right, who's the top dog? All right, it's Fergie. I'm going to be your boy. Mm. Who's the next? Wenger, you're, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> and he did not let that, bro. He was on yeah. Wenger from the giant. The thing is, it was so funny though. You go back to the Porto season when they knocked us out. Yeah, he dissed Fergie. Uh, yeah. oh, Fergie, oh, he's always yeah. complaining, but yeah. just tell him that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that. Then he came in like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what it is? Do you know, sir, I only call him sir. You know, I call him Mr. Fergus. There's like, a saying, oh, and it says, "The enemy of that my enemy is my best friend." Yeah. Yeah. He literally said, "Right, you know what? Nah, you. Mm. I'm gonna have to warn you." Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it, it's, it's the way he did it, man. It was, it was, it was box office, and for me, he's the biggest Perfect. manager of all time. Like in terms of obviously Fergie's great, Pep is but great, but in terms of profile, this yeah. guy is now popping up in Stormzy videos and stuff. <laughs> like everyone's <laughs> mum fancy Jose Mourinho once a the time as well. Like, bro, I'm telling you, he it's the way he did it. It was just box office, bro. You had to watch every presser. As you mentioned, we used to get yeah, Fergie used to have his rants every now and again. But bro, like, you wanted to watch every single thing Jose said. Remember when they, they asked him about uh oh, the bus? They say no, no, they say that you don't play like attractive football. They say Arsenal play. Yeah, okay. Where are Arsenal on the table? Did it. And where are Chelsea on the table? I think he said something like 10 points. <laughs> 10 points. 10 points. They asked him like, so he, he, every single time he'll have a response. Do we play good football? Well, I'm 10 points clear. Do you, um, they're talking about the Barcelona, I'm just going to name their, their damn lineup. He had so many different things. He'll rattle the officials. Man, Jose was, was, Jose, the way he just came in and shook that. He was ahead of his time. And in so, many, in so many ways, yeah, obviously the media we do is very different. But in terms of like sports journalism, broadcasting media, 
he made that exciting because you wasn't going just to know oh the formation you're going because like yeah I want sound bites yeah. the like, most hated he was most hated at one point as well like <laughs> yeah. he the, the journalists loved and hated, hated him yeah, yeah, yeah. there was it's a campaign that, against that was him and like, like, the, the yeah. life cycle of yeah, Jose yeah, was that basically yeah. it starts yeah, off loving and if you don't hate him within three years then there's hey, something yeah. literally man but no at number five the rival of Jose Mourinho at number four this is something that's related but I think ultimately this is not just pivotal moment in Premier League Pivotal moment in football. This man literally looked at the lay of the land and thought, I, I, I went in here. Mm. Put his money down and football has changed ever since. Mm-hmm. Number four, Mr. Roman, pay and don't speak. Roman Abrovich came in, looked at the Premier League, said, I want a London club. Spurs, I don't like the look of that high road. Chelsea, this area looks nice. And then everything after that, without Roman, you don't get a city takeover. You don't get a Newcastle owner. You don't get people realizing that, you don't get all the foreign takeovers at different levels. You don't get people realizing that, hold on, does my chairman actually care about football or am I just something on the side? Even if you look at commercialization, like the, some of the, you were seeing that the Samsung deals, Chelsea get this money, that money, everyone was like, what's going on here? Mm. This guy literally came in and said, football can be more. It doesn't have to be local. It doesn't have to be this small thing. You can dream big. You can disturb the league. Mm. People say, yeah, he splashed his cash, but he did it and he did it with football information behind it. Mm. It's not like he just came and started throwing money anyway. He brought in the right people and he was actually involved in his club. Mm. You typically saw it from smaller clubs where they don't have much and the, man, the, the chairman's like, yo, no, I love it. I love it. You know, I must have- um, Steve Parrish and- Steve Parrish. Um, what's um, what's, the, what's the name of the woman from um, um, Norwich? Let's be having you. Yeah. That um, stuff. Delia Smith. Yeah. Delia Smith. Yeah, You're used to seeing it from that, but this guy was literally in the box before they ran him out of the country. There, this is my club. We're going to take over. The Jose element of it from the playing perspective is very important, but from the actual takeover and infrastructure, a man turned a nearly, a nearly club into a, a dynasty. Yeah, I think it's it's a lot about when you touched on the the Newcastle, the, the yeah. city. Knowing a lot of it to differentiate from the Jose thing, it's the way... Like, look, Roman was the first foreign takeover in the Premier League, like full takeover of a club, the yeah. first foreigner to come into the league. And you're looking at a Premier League that at that p- particular moment, the Prem was a great league, you know, but it hadn't reached, it It was still behind the Syria. It was still behind the La Liga, like the way it was viewed, viewed, right? The Prem had the money and stuff like that. It started getting the viewership. But it's when Roman came into the league, Chelsea improved swing. Mm. the whole Premier League revolutionised bro yeah. it became the most watched league in the world mm. it became the toughest seen league in the world most competitive everything was about the Premier League and yeah exactly and that stems from when Roman Abramovich came and then from there then it's like Glazers alright Gillette and Hicks um, this this everyone now started. and now if you look at the Premier League bro I think you've got like two English owners two three English owners yeah. before it was British all through Roman <laughs> even, come through and now you barely get any British ownership like, what you got I think even Everton even got that no more I think they have a little bit share but the Russian it's, 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 ama- it's, it's mad the impact that he made on f- ownership in the Premier League is revolutionary class, revolutionary. different class and I shout to him let's go top three now this is where it got really interesting. We had a few back and forth, but um, yeah. we've mentioned this this gentleman um, already, but it's sort of what he achieved. There's no way we can have a conversation and not talk about the Invincibles, but we need to broaden it out. It's not just the Invincibles, it's the impact of Wenger to the Invincibles. I think in terms of a moment within Premier League history, insane. Yeah, Will the Invincibles like- ever be done again? 
I don't know, man. I, I think, yes, it will be done again, but I Premier don't League? know when. In the Premier League, I, I, do, I don't think it's an impossible feat. It's been done. And I think even if you look at Syria, other leagues, it's shown it can be done in football, mm. in, in all honesty. But it is a feat that, bruv, it's a, it's a it's once insane. in a lifetime you do it. And I think that the reason why you have to give so much credit for it is it doesn't just start in 0304. I feel like it starts with the appointment of Wenger mm. because Wenger was such a, at the time, revolutionary manager. I think the way he came and changed in training sessions, diets, no the culture smoking. of the club, no more smoking, no drinking, more drinking, no more ketchup, mental no more health. Ketchup. And mm. like there were so many things where he was so far ahead that by the time, and you gotta remember, this is now like seven, eight years of competing with United back and mm. forth. He'd done a league, he'd done a cup double. Done, oh yeah. Now it was kind of the crescendo of it all, you almost mm. felt like, and the football they were playing, the fact that they were beating every top side. I think that season they lost in the semi-final of the Champions League. Yeah, like, Rainbridge. I think that's the one thing maybe you can kind of look at Champions League, maybe they should have mm. done better, but for the fact that it was the golden year, and listen, as a Spurs fan even, I have to respect it, bro. Mm -hmm. That is one of the, I'm sure one of the, the best achievements uh, in Premier League history, some, you have to say. There was some, I'm sure there was like a newspaper article when he got appointed, because you got to remember, he came from Japan. Yeah. Wenger came from Japan. There was, there was like Arsene who? Yeah. There was something like the Arsene who, and nobody knew what to expect. He walked into a, into a, a camp of Ian Wright, um, Tony Adams, Steve Bold, Hume, all these who guys. Was the who, before again? George Graham. That was that one who, next to the Arsenal as well. Yeah. They played very specific real men. Real men who come on, Tony Adams used to play drunk. You know what I mean? He used to go get go end up in prison sometimes, in jail, come to the game, blah blah. So then you get some professor come in telling you all this that uh, you can't do that it was the fact that he had to do all of that and oh. then end up forming a team in his image at that point mm. to the invincibles to being a team that are going unbeaten in the premier oh, league think of it, is yeah. something special guys bro. like Vieira, Vieira, risk yeah. uh, young gem yeah. nobody really knows from, from milan oh, bro, yeah the camp was a flop at mm -hmm. inter milan yeah, the move. big money signing the Henri move the Nelco. flop <laughs> at juve and Nelco. and it was like all these guys who had fallen off from other places but who he thought mm. it's my vision my the, and that's when I feel Campbell like stories managerial cultures almost mm. like mm. or foreign managerial influences if you like really became a thing in the Premier League mm. because before that it was just a British league let's be honest Kevin Keegan yeah all of he was the first like you know bringing that va va voom mm -hmm. if you like so. yeah. and even to the point we were saying before about when you looked at the <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny he said that he hasn't said that word since we was last in it <laughs> It's the, That's a great recall, so you know. They're so good at it. Even, even when you, hey. we spoke about with United before, yeah. the Fergie way of doing it was very like local scouting, sort of Ireland, Scotland, yeah. UK. This guy said, okay, you've got a monopoly of what you're doing here. All right, cool. I've been studying abroad. Like mm. there's stuff you haven't seen. And in many ways, that kind of influenced what Fergie then started going to do with his standings a little bit and everything as well. So like, I just respect it because yeah, with we wouldn't see what we see today without that moment there. So he was, he, it, was a it was revolutionary, but touching mm. just back on the Invincibles, I think Invincibles were the first team. Of course, Man United played great attacking football mm. was end to end and box office, but there was something different about the way the Invincibles played. They used to be able to tippy tap it if they need to. Their mm. football was 
brilliant and then they'll fight you and then let's keep it 100 Arsenal were really the most hated as well at that period like because they were seen as French whiners that's Mm. what they were seen as Perez will dive I'm on the floor Mm. they were like holding their face (laughs) they were doing all that type of stuff and bro the English people hated it bro everyone hated what Arsenal were doing so the fact that they went on to be unbeaten and I remember one game flipping scums not 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 with the Van Nistelrooy moment that was obviously iconic That could have even made this list. I was going to say. But it's the... That really could have made this yeah. list. But it was the um, Perez versus Portsmouth when he died he yeah. last minute or something like that. <laughs> he, he... It was the first... It was a revolutionary <laughs> dive. You know dives here? You act like you don't get contact. Yeah, yeah. He put the put his leg behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they scored the penalty and kept yeah. the invincible record. I was yeah. just like, these men are slimy. Still slimy, yeah, yeah. But they did their thing. They shook the league, and yeah. honestly, what a team! They had just come off the double two seasons before yeah. as well. Yeah. So, and that season, Wenger said we can go unbeaten. I remember and they and didn't. And well, in, no, no, was it that season? Or was it the two thousand three? It was not. It was that, that season, season, yeah. Because I remember as well when the invincible thing happened. It wasn't a thing of like Wenger had spoken this in into the press existence, yeah, into yeah. existence, and I, I remember thinking. Yeah, they can't do it. Yeah, and then and as it. that season was just happening and happening, mm-hmm. you were like, You're like, Whoa, I don't think and anyone could be, and especially when they got you lot as well. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, I, and the that's how I'm happy you got them in Champions League. That, that just period, humble you had to be the ones to yeah. end it. Oh, we, we, we do it all the time, <laughs> everyone. We always end everyone's record, but you know what? Yeah, that time as well. One thing that I don't like that we're doing in the modern day now as well is we're looking and saying, Oh, 12 draws or whatever. I promise you, nobody living in the moment was talking about that. If you were living in the moment, we were like, what are we witnessing? This is fake. Mm. Now people have gone back and, you know, we've seen big point tallies now and we're like, oh, 12 draws, 12 draws. The reason why I call this the best feat in Premier League history is because no matter what, you will never sit on a higher table than being unbeaten. Mm. You can't. Another team can go unbeaten. Exactly. Another team can go unbeaten, Mm. but you're sitting with Arsenal. Mm. Another team can go and get 101 points. Centurions, we don't remember anymore. Mm-hmm. No matter what, Invincibles cannot be topped. Mm. Unless, okay, you go and do 60 games Centurion unbeaten. Oh, well, you win every single game. But I mean, unbeaten <laughs> season. Yeah, you can't. You can only sit on the table with Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal are waiting for another team to join them. Yeah. Yeah. They will never be knocked off it. Yeah. Nice, so guys. So number three, Invincible slash Wenger influence. This one for me arguably could have been not. Oh, I think ultimately, I think ultimately this moment, yeah. I'm even thinking last minute. Yeah, yeah. No. on the real. No, I'm I'm with it because on the real, this. You understand? You know what? I'll give because we've spoken so much about managers. I'll I'll loud the first one. I'll yeah, 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 yeah. Because honestly, this. I don't. Have to, I don't. There's there's not many things that can vanish. You I need to there. talk about this. Yeah, I was there. Oh, I yeah, was you there. was. I was at his final home oh. uh, home game. Listen. Baba, <laughs> Baba Fergs, Grandfather Fergs. Listen, man, oh. his retirement, that is a defining moment of the Premier League. I mean, I'm you think about what this guy has done in this league. He is Mr. Premier League. Straight, been there from 92. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The origins, been there. And the fact that he just went and dominated 13 Premier Leagues, of course. The f- he walked into Man United with seven trophies. Man United has seven trophies, seven league titles. Liverpool had 18. He walked in there and said, I'm going to knock Liverpool off their perch. He left with 20. Liverpool had 18. What? Crazy. What? 
to what? actually sold us. Bro, that is the that is the bullying of a lifetime, bro. <laughs> what Alex Ferguson done to not only your childhood, well, you were kind of the acute club at the time, but Arsenal's fan childhood. Mm. Liverpool fans, he just came and ruined so many lives, bro. And he is, as I said, Mr. Premier League. People say, oh, he bought the referees, whatever you want to say. Wherever they like it or not, the league feared this man, bro. They feared this man. He made us the most... Even when he picked us up, we were not the biggest club in the world. We left arguably the biggest club in the world in terms of fan base and all this type of stuff, money, what we represented. It started from this man, you know what I mean? Class of 92, so many things. And it's funny, you will never see a manager in charge of a club again for 26 years. Mm -hmm. You will not see that. Let me tell you that for free. And then the retirement aspect of it, it's like, it's finally over. We know what happened the year before. The, we know how many times he had to re, re, um, revamp this team. He made about four or five squads. Then you look at Man United post Ferguson. God damn. <laughs> I think that's why the retirement this, bit yeah. is so, yeah. Is a defining <laughs> a moment because I vividly remember I was at the game when he was telling us, believe in, believe in this guy. He's a criminal Back for that. Fuck your man. Fergie's a criminal for that. But I remember Skulls retired that day as well. It was just some emotional day. We lift the title, amazing. But then to leave with a title as well, amazing. But it's what Man United as well have gone on. We still have not even had a title race since a real title race. We've finished second twice, but we've never had a real title title race. We haven't won a major trophy in terms of like, um, we won an FA Cup, but we haven't won a Make Premier League. We haven't yeah. won a Champions, Champions League. League. We haven't even come close to those in the time that he's gone. He took us from the heights we never imagined to the lows. Him leaving has hit the lows. Ralph Rangnick part, has hit the lows we've never imagined. Died that it's day. so it's so crazy. Yeah. He is the symbol of Man United. And I always say, you know, when they talk about the United DNA and stuff, mm, you same. might as well just say the Fergie DNA. Mm. He's 70% of our trophies. He's 70% of our trophies in our history. Mm. That's actually yeah. so true. You when know, you I'm talk about the when, when, when you talk about DNA, yeah. United when you DNA, talk about like, Well, to be fair, the Busby babes and stuff were there's, like, there's they had there, their ways, but, but hey, respect anyway, the Busby, bro. But and the reason why this has got me so- I like you. You know, when we speak about the Wenger stuff and the influence and whatnot, that was in like a short, time frame but it was mm. significant what Fergie it's insane the infrastructure and you can with the whole sort of death of Man United nothing happened afterwards within the building it's like he left and he took everything with him yeah. everything. it's like so when he was there for 20 years was you not taking notes was you not putting this stuff on Even the hard drive left as well. bro a man had everything in here do you know how mad it's it is it's like you know when someone's got the keys yeah it's like you know what he's in charge yeah you almost don't expect him to ever leave, leave. Yeah. exactly and, and it think... took them but the thing is he, he was gonna leave before mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, I'll give you guys a little bit more. Man was going to leave in 2002. Bro, he was definitely pumped They should have been, bro. He, 2002 to then end up in yeah, yeah, like, four yeah. retirements, bro. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, we were about to get Shrengo and Ericsson. You guys should have downloaded. Manager. They should have downloaded Manager, information. Uh, but do you know what's so, yeah. you know so mad about it as well, yeah? Imagine in this modern era, yeah, the biggest broadcaster and the manager says, nah, I'm not talking to you. What? For how many years? <laughs> for like a over yeah, a decade. Over a decade. Like Match of the day was you see Carlos Cruz. That's the first assistant we used to get familiar no, with. Facts, we facts. Used to get familiar with these ball scenes and that because he wouldn't talk to them. Like it's it's insane. I think he got fined every single time. Yeah, well. I think so. It's insane. And you know what? Yeah, 
the Premier League, the 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 the, the institution it is now, mm. the global phenomenon it is now. We've got a lot of it to thank. To hear that, Alex Ferguson yeah. holding this league down, bro. No, you know what 100%. I mean? This moment. So, 100%. No, it's just the, uh, oh, the reason man. why the retirement has to be there is because, as you said, yeah. If, you, if you're going by Premier League moments, a lot of moments will be about United. Mm-hmm. Because United are this institution of Premier League, and that becomes. And we tried to limit. Yeah, we had to we had to limit. And that United comes there. from him and everything he stood for, and everything he built. So his retirement was one of those moments where, were to the, the commentator said, "I swear you will never see anything like this again. You will not see that in football. Mm. You will not see a manager at, at the helm, and be the pinnacle, the rock that a club's built on." Nah, man. No, Respect to it, man. man. That guy, yeah. he was the guy. Alas, number and one. We are here. And number, number one. one. <laughs> Can only be. Can only be the, the only be the single greatest moment in Premier League history. Without the background stories, without the influence of what actually the influence was big as well, but yeah. the single greatest moment. And it had to be at my expense, of course. But it has to be Sergio Aguero. Aguero The commentary. The, I'll never see ever. What was it? I swear you will never see anything like this ever again. But do you know what's so mad as well? Balotelli's only assist. Only assist. Only assist in his Everything was fake that night, day, bro. So fa- first and foremost, why are QPR two one up? Uh, Who knows? Fake. Didn't they, why, stay <laughs> they stayed up. Yeah, they stayed up. Why are they two one up? They got the bird call. We're up. They said, "All right, cool. All right." Congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> time. You know what I mean? But special shout out to to Zeko. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. He's the most. Um, well, listen, Jibril C is a nasty guy, but Zeko, big goal as well to even yeah. the header to to believe. But yeah. that moment, bro. People need to look at it again. Yeah. How did Aguero not even go down? Tai Taiwo. Mm. Literally collapsed his ankle. His ankle was curved like Neymar's and that. And he still rifled it in. Something was a higher spirit had just taken over. And that was his first season in the league. Wow, man. Like that, bro, 93-12. Yeah, it's such a crowning moment as well. And they lost the year before to you guys Mm -hmm. where Fergie's final year, wasn't it? Mm. So it was almost like you could see City were building as well. And I always felt like when that Aguero signing was made, Mm -hmm. it was like, all right, you'd got Tevez, you'd got Yaya Mm Torre, you'd got Silva. This is now the goal. You know, Thanos' final activation. And that goal coming in that kind of manner, I don't think you'd seen anything more kind of dramatic like that in Premier League for that moment and then I can't and remember boom let's, delivered in that kind of manner as well oh Lescott came on as a neutral you even just got to sit back and be like wow. came on and wow. we were talking about the whole thing right and we were saying that would you prefer to walk the league or win in that moment and he was saying that a lot of those boys and everything still don't watch it back because no, it's just a mad they, they, they just don't they imagine, don't watch it back because it was too much emotion yeah, it's too imagine, much emotion yeah, to watch from Lesko like, as well look at the mistake yeah, he made yeah, yeah oh, exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah mad man but hold on Lesko but yeah he says that they, they, they struggle to watch it back because yeah. it was like it just took so much out of and even when I um, when I did the preview to the Champions League final with yeah. Michael Richards and he spoke about that moment yeah. as well and he said it was when they beat Man City of course I mean when they beat us 6-1 mm. they went to change room and said rah we can do this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they were, alarm bells were ringing when we had to win last minute with Owen and mm-hmm. Tevez was around and it started getting a bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that moment was like, okay, we can compete. But then Man United, four games to go, eight points clear, I believe it was. And then um, Fellaini happened, then Company happened. Mm. And then 
this moment happened that it's just something that is just so unbelievable for them that they will never ever probably and it's crazy because City nearly tried to top that with the Gundogan last season mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> don't know what these guys like these mm. moments that could have potentially made it that's an honourable mention mm. but yeah man the Aguero moment we everyone knows about it we spoke everyone has spoken about it, I'm sure numerous times the, the commentary the vibes the fact that they are now the most dominant team of the decade yeah. the like, fact that he is arguably the best player of the decade maybe people him or Hazard or Silva yeah. it's and, and even when you think about like an advert for the Premier League if you Perfect. try and put one together that is going to be the final real piece you slide top in off. there top yeah. off Aguero running uh, it winning the Premier League didn't get booked for that, that as well last man. minute goal yeah fucking <laughs> nah, you can't, you the can't, ref you probably wanted to run with him <laughs> <laughs> I would not have blamed the ref if Listen. he was like, because a lot of people may not be aware <laughs> of where he's slime about this is the part though this is the down part of why am I seeing Cissé and Nazri shubs in together on the pitch now that's 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 bad bro I know you man stayed and the worst thing is at the time I was affiliated with QPR I was like then I'm seeing I had a mad mix of emotion I'm like I'm pro QPR Pro United, <laughs> and then I'm seeing Steve bottle it, bro. I'm like, nah, this is. Head and then, lost. and then the part after the thing, Joe Hart had the ball, no one pressing. Yeah. Joe Hart just waiting for the, he had the ball, and it's it, and everyone just waiting for the whistle yeah. to blow. He just waiting, yeah. no one going to press. Then he just kicks the ball in the sky, yeah. then the whistle yeah. blows. Nasty. But do you know the funniest part for me? About Nasty. Yeah. Tony Fernandez. I need it's to see his, his money. It's like you know when they um, do you know when they do the cut screen to. Because you, you guys were at Sunderland, was it? Yeah, yeah. And then Rooney, <laughs> Phil Jones. <laughs> Phil Jones is like this. Phil Jones is like this. <laughs> but it's, it's the way Fergie, though. It's the way Fergie's reaction was just kind of like, like, let's Say go. Like, like, you know what I mean? And in, in the James room, he said, remember this feeling. Yeah. Remember this yeah. feeling. And, obviously and then spun went, the block. Yeah, but no, man. That was, moment has to be. Mancini running around, not knowing where to put his hands. hands yeah. oh, yeah. oh, man, was it 93 was, minutes oh, and 20 seconds? Any fan yeah. that's in that stadium. Euphoria. Big Steve must have been, must been going. Yeah. He must have been there. Yeah. Has yeah. he ever spoken about that? Big I think yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 Big Steve actually yeah. mentioned yeah. that date. Absolutely euphoric. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. And he's asking about that, man. That is uh, euphoric. But um, we've got some honourable mentions. Let's, let's, let's well. run down the list quickly again. So number 10, we've got COVID era slash bubble era football. Nine, we've got the Gerard slip. At number eight, we've got the class of 92. At seven, we've got Pep's arrival. Six, Leicester winning the league. Five, Jose Mourinho's arrival. Four, Roman Abramovich coming into the league. Three, the Invincibles and the influence of Wenger. Two, Fergie's retirement. And number one, Sergio Aguero's miracle goal. I think those goal. are good ones, man. Mm. That's I think a good, good ones. Obviously, let's run out of time. But... Let's quickly, honourable mentions as well, just moments that we liked. Um, West Ham and Tevez, the illegal signing that <laughs> subsequently <laughs> ended up in Sheffield United. That was crazy, really man. Uh, yeah, they were lit on football manager them years. Yeah. <laughs> Being a manager of, of West Ham on football manager Mascarano with Tevez well. and Mascarano was Mascarano gets mixed up. Mixed and they up. always just have the, um, they used to be in like blue. Yeah. Because there's like, low yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, that was a moment. Lasagna Gate. Oh, yeah. Lasagna Gate was crazy, man. Like for us, wanting to get Champions League thinking we're nearly there and then yeah. like, said, belly, whole, whole, whole club like, goes down so and then mad. Arsenal go no, that is, that is, you guys got shake there like, that was yeah, a curse yeah. man. They, and that even was... Arsenal uh, they've been involved in a few food stuff because yeah, they have pizza, pizza gate with you lot as well wouldn't it don't man pizza gate is under I think Sol Campbell Sol Campbell Judas moment to Spurs have you ever had the story behind that 
Not for so obviously David um David Dean and Wenger did this. I've, I heard it actually. He, yeah. he spoke to Gary Neville and um like they do like a soccer goggle. Box. Yeah, so they, they did a talk where him and Wenger talk about and literally they had um they had So Campbell in their house in it in David Dean's house and he was bare like they had to sneak him in and then he was bare like I'm not too sure and he's like listen do you want to win do you want to be a winner and whatnot and and in early hours they had to do that and then they had to sneak him to the training ground because people thought he was going to train so followed another car and then they unveiled him and that's the thing like, the worst <laughs> thing about it is that like he speaks but he just wants to win man yeah, at the time he Spurs he didn't know what direction Spurs were going in mm. you know what I mean he thought there was a period where you guys could have competed like for the Premier League mm. and then there was a point it, 23 years later we're it, still in the same yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought you could have competed and then he said that he saw the signings that other clubs are making and he said no disrespect to the players that you man were signing but it, it no just one. nah it just it wasn't wasn't those. and then many were feeling <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to get up um, I think Rooney's got at 16 yeah Rooney's like moment at 16 I think that was amazing man remember the name Wayne Rooney to then go on and be England's all time scorer Man United's all time scorer That's 200 in the Premier League yeah. that, oh, f- yeah. he became a hero for yeah, life yeah, but yeah I think that was just a moment how a 16 year old boy bringing the ball down from the sky against yeah. Arsenal's champions there was a two champions that oh, period rifling it top corner not even top corner it was in the little bit in the middle what posting in Oh man, no, Ima- that's, imagine being 16 and doing yeah. that. 16, yeah. we'd gonna... be here about sensations, 19, 18, 16. Yeah. He rode his bike home. Yeah. He rode his bike home. <laughs> he cycled home. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> you know that game, buddy, on PlayStation? I see it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put that weight, weight, man. I got that home, man. I got back to a Bolognese at home. I got Bolognese at home. I was going to say, probably at school next day. Bolognese. You know, know he's having school, dinosaurs, man. Imagine <laughs> college the next day. But he won't go to no school, fam. Remember, you said he used to go. go Come on, man. He's going to college. Right. <laughs> yeah, he used to go to Manchester to go to go to, to get to, to go to school. He was on that Mike Tyson show. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. man were men at 12. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro, he, he literally said, I was, I was going for punch ups in Manchester at the age of 14. No, that's oh, one. Um, the lead boy on Boya. Boya fight, yeah, innit? Bro, yeah. that fight was. <laughs> that was, that that was classic. Why have we seen two players fighting? Uh, uh, bro, I remember that Newcastle team was so funny as well, man. Mm-hmm. It was such a weird. Was Genius time. in that team? Yeah, yeah Genius, yeah, Dyer, and all that. But that was like the almost the the end of the Bobby Robson era yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was like the capitulation. That was like, I think Syrah had one. That, yeah. that was Northern yeah. Rock, innit? Yeah, Northern Rock, <laughs> Northern Rock last yeah. days, Glen Rock. Baggy kit days, man. Real Baggy talk. kit days. Um, um, Ronaldo Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Roy King <laughs> Vieira. Yeah. Roy King Vieira. That was, that could have made this, that was a defining, yeah. mo- like, just the, the, that, that, that defined the rivalry of the Premier League, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And just, Fergie, Fergie, Wenger, Fergie, Wenger. It was just like the, yeah, it was just a perfect representation of both of them at the time. Yeah. You know, what I mean, even the fact that that Wenger's tall and Vieira's tall, yeah. and Fergie's a bit shorter. <laughs> and angry guys of an accent. <laughs> yeah, it was like they they found perfect. their men. It was like, perfect, man. It was perfect. Um, the David Beckham moment as well, like. That was like superstar them. Mm. Like, oh my gosh! Like you know now you're seeing which everyone one, which doing which one? Which one? There's so many David Beckham moments. No, no, no. Halfway. I think the halfway. The halfway line was special. That was him. It, that was him it? announcing himself. Right. But just his moment of being this superstar. Yeah. Was like. Now we're seeing every single baller do like a fashion shoot on one. This guy was like the pin. He was managing the spy yeah, skills yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. playing football at a higher level, bro. Yeah, this guy, bro, he was. He was their manager. No, he wasn't. No, he was. No, he wasn't. Go and check. Go and check. Spice. He was like a manager of spy skills. I'm telling you now. He was a manager. I'm telling you now. I'll show you after. He was a manager of spy skills, bro. Victoria ain't taking bookings. I've got a game. I've got a game. Gone up. Yeah, there's so many, but it's been a lot. But I think the temperature. 
they're, they're gonna have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah, in yeah. the comments, please. Let us your know. Compile your ten. Let us know on Twitter as well when this comes out. Compile your ten. And don't only say honourable mentions as well. Say your your actual list. Sometimes people just be throwing it. It makes it look like you're chatting shit in the in the in the video. Like what about it? It's like sometimes say your just say your list. And give honourable mention as well, but yeah, yeah. yeah, like... But listen, you already know what to do. Like, share, subscribe. If there's any more topics you want us to discuss, let us know in the comments, man. We might have something cooking for you soon. Yeah.